Hello, you're listening to the Taku Spirit Anime Cast. This is one of our previous episodes from our previous show and feed from Timeless Gaming. But this is our uh, this is actually our new show and our new feed for otakuspirit.com. Um, so just suffice to say, if anything is mentioned in there about Timeless Gaming, that is our old website. So uh, you can now find us at otakuspirit.com. So for all of our anime coverage exclusively, um, it is all there. Our news, reviews, and a podcast link and everything. So be sure to check us out there. We love you. Love you guys. <laughs> you're listening to the timeless gaming podcast my name is andrew and i'm joined here with chris yo and today's episode is our fall 2013 anime first impressions or first thoughts we're gonna go through each one of these anime episodes of this season which ones that mainly Chris has been keeping his eye on and watching and he's going to give his first thoughts on each of these shows and which ones he thinks are worth your time and which ones aren't. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right in because we have quite a list to go through. We're going to do some pretty extensive walkthroughs on about 10 of them and then we have a batch of them that we're going to do a quick fire just like we did last episode where we're going to give quick impressions on them mainly because a lot of them are second seasons and third season yeah a seasons. few of them are second and third seasons and most of them like I, like I, I promised recently that i was going to try and not do the big old long episode like we did that one time uh so let's without further ado unless you have anything else you want to do they weren't too long uh we're, <laughs> we're from the timeless gaming website timelessgaming.wordpress.com you can check us out there get uh twitter feeds subscribe all that kind of jazz and keep track of us so yeah, uh, we're going to start out with Outbreak Company. Outbreak Company, I um, I I actually was a little bit kind of turned off at first, but as I started to watch it, I really started really enjoying this. Um, I cannot say enough for the uh, the artistic value to this show and the um, the uh, the uh, the cutesiness of the characters. I mean, the entire point of this show is it's uh, a young man who. Uh, he's a closet otaku, or he's an otaku. Uh, comp- I, I'm guessing he's a neat. I'm, I got the, that impression. Don't it, tell it, me he's been transported to medieval times. Almost. Oh, he's gosh. been he's been transported to Not another, another one. He's been transported to another world, and um, apparently, he, actually, through this one, he was uh, he was hired because he's a he's a super otaku, effectively. And um, they put him into this world as a ambassador to bring Japanese culture into this new world, and he gets uh, that maid or a maid to be his servant, and she's super cute. Um, of course, the empress of the other country is the Sundete right there. <laughs> I'm pointing at the screen. <laughs> yeah, you're failing. Complete and total Sundete, and. Um, she, of course, they have this class structure in this other country or in this other world, and um, the Sundere is constantly reminding the maid that she is half elf and she is completely useless, and she needs to stay in her own place and leave her her uh, ambassador alone. <laughs> Which the ambassador, she's the servant to the ambassador, so it's kind of impossible, and they get to work together and is 
Really, really adorable show. The whole point of him is he's bringing the Japanese culture and he brings a lot of uh, moe and uh, cutesy stuff to this culture. And that provides just a lot of fun. Um, I, that, I'm totally reminded of that one guy that was talking about how uh, people shouldn't view anime as being what Japanese culture is like. That's like America or Japanese people looking at Popeye, Popeye and seeing that as American culture. <laughs> this seems to be throwing that all on its head as you think that that would probably be the worst person possible to send to bring the Japanese culture over. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, he'd be looking at, okay, you're going to be a moe. You're going to be a lolly. You're going <laughs> to... <laughs> All right, we need to have some harems. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this show is, is just adorable. That's all I can say. Um, I, it's definitely high on my watch list this, this season. I might have to pick it up. It looks, it looks good. All right, we're going to move on to the next one. Is, uh, unless you have more to add. Mm-hmm. All right, next one is Nagi no Asukara. This one is actually, I Ascara. believe... Is it Ascara or Ascara? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. This second, is... Second way sounds Spanish, so... <laughs> this, this is actually about a uh, group of kids who are actually living in an underground... Or an underwater uh, um, uh, civilization. Um, it kind of plays on the, the evolutionary idea that man eventually came up to... Um, out of the ocean and whatever have you. And then these people actually returned to the ocean um, because they wanted to... Um, Wait, is this season two of... Uh, of uh, was that one that we watched that I really liked? Uh, Virtuous Planet. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 <laughs> I'm in a connection there. I, I, I guess I, I see the connection that you're throwing out there, but no. <laughs> this is actually um, bad inside joke. It's almost a. It's almost off the wall. It's kind of like a um, a school life show, if you want to call it that. But it really kind of plays on the um, the angst between the two cultures. Um, the the sea life. Uh, people or the sea people don't believe that you should actually become a couple with the uh, the surface people, and then but they are trying to integrate the cultures so that there's that kind of um, uh, almost like an ambassador type thing. They're trying to um, to to build that um, relationship with each other. The only problem is, is that it, it it's really harping very harshly on the idea of the surface people can't accept the 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 water people, the water people can't uh, accept the the surface people, and then there's all kinds of um, misunderstandings, and those misunderstandings blow up into these huge things, and um, it it it's it's got a, a lot of potential on the aspect of um, just seeing a different side of. Um, how misunderstandings can be uh, in, interpreted in such way, in such ways as to, I mean, in all honesty, if you if you you understand who this person is, and he's taking this this situation and misunderstanding it, you understand it from his 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 angle, but it's actually showing the other side as well, so that you're you're actually 
knowing what's going on and at the same time you're you're believing in the person that you like and at the same time you're also understanding why it ended up the way it did if without kind of without being too vague i guess i don't know um so good bad no it is actually very good um it's not one of those shows that I would say it's it's a runaway hit. It's just a a good show, and it has a simple premise. It, it is it is what it is. It it's discuss, it, it is really just showing a difference in cultures and and how they are interacting with each other. Sounds like some kind of segregation thing. I would almost say yes, but not, and, that, and that's really kind of what I was trying to to imply. Is do they have fish labeled water to, fountains? Huh? Do they have fish labeled water fountains? No. Okay. Um, they do have. <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, that was just silly. Uh, <laughs> they do have a time limit. They they can come out for like eight hours, and if they don't go back in the water after those eight hours is up, their skin. Um, which is apparently a second for almost like a second form of a um, the birth skin, whatever they call it. I don't the embryo. I guess is they they likened it to that. It's not actually that, um, but it it will dry up, and that's why um, people or some some of these fish people will stay up too long and they'll get stuck there. So they have to be in the water. They they also have workarounds where they can get into a tub full of water with with some salt in it, and that makes it okay. I guess I don't know, but you get the idea. They have a certain time limit. Um, they end up having to deal with certain situations involving that. Like I said, all in all, it's a really good, interesting show. Um, where it's going to go, how long it's going to go, I I do definitely see it as a as very very much harping on the on the um the segregation like you were saying the segregation the, or the the angst between the two groups i i really see that being harped on a lot and i just don't know how long that's going to last through the show but it's definitely an interesting premise so far okay so kaukai no kanata which is beyond the border <sighs> this one i <laughs> I actually, you want, you want I actually explain it so they don't get into spoilers. Or how long, how far have you gotten into it? I'm all, I'm all, the, I'm, I'm all the way caught up right now. Well, there is another episode out there I haven't watched yet, but yeah, I'm completely caught up. Okay. It is definitely a show that I say is probably my, the top of my must watch this this season so far. Um, this actually started off uh, this guy who he implies that he's uh the type of protagonist that doesn't get involved in things but he sees this <laughs> moe girl up at the top of the str- up at the top of a building what and she looks like she's getting ready to kill herself um she has glasses on so he and he's apparently a um a nut when it comes to glasses girls so he as he lovingly calls her the bespectacled beauty. Um, he goes out of his way to save her because he thinks that she's cute. He doesn't really go out of his way to save her. He rushes up there and says, you do that. You, you pull that off so well. I don't, we can't, you know, it would be bad to lose somebody that can pull that off so well. It wasn't really that he came out there and grabbed her. He just stood way over there and said, please don't jump because you look, you know, so you're cute. 
okay. And then her, her response is how unpleasant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems to be her uh, little tagline, by the way. She says that a lot. Um, but with with that being said, that was kind of the hook that got me interested. And I was like, okay, this is just amusing. And then after a little while, she gets mad at him because he's throwing stuff at her to keep her from killing him. And he throws a bucket at her, and she slices the bucket in half and well, says, you made that, me kill the bucket. <laughs> she jumps over the fence and stabs the dude, like, right to the chest. And this is where it kind of got, like, what? <laughs> to me, because, yeah, it was... It was it was a it was a jaw drop mo- jaw drop moment, but at the same time, she reveals later that she doesn't understand why he's immortal, and she's trying to kill him because he's a uh, what was they called Cubies or what's the stupid racer that they're yo, trying to kill? Yo, yo, Jimba? No, not a Yojimba. I would know if I heard it, but anyways, they're like a demon uh, race. And in this world, there are demons that look like humans, and they do normal human things. But there are there are demons that people kill because they're dangerous, and they get paid to kill them. Whenever they kill the demons, they get a gemstone, and then they can turn that gemstone in for money. Um, but she reveals that she can't kill these demons, but yet she impaled this dude right through the chest. Not knowing that he was immortal, so she chooses to hunt him for the sake of training herself to being able to kill them. But yet she reveals later that she never knew, she didn't know that he, she couldn't kill him. But yet she stabbed him to the chest. That didn't make any sense to me at all. But that's like the first episode. Who cares anymore? Yeah, the animation style is what really grips me. Very, very fluid sword fights, um, and just the overall animation. Oh, really she enjoy. is absolutely artfully done. I I love the animation for her. She just. Uh, just watching her battle is just I, I would put it up there next to I was I was raving and raving about um, Maggie's uh, Morgiana. I almost think that she just tops Morgiana, which is impressive. I mean, Morgiana was amazing. She's just beautiful when is she it Maggie fights. or Magi. Magi, Maggie. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's like, what's this Maggie show? <laughs> but, but yeah, I I, I it, it very I think it's a very good uh, show itself. Um, I enjoyed the the few episodes that I've watched already. Um, the only real upset that I have so, in it so far is that the girl, while she is cute, she kind of just jumps back and forth between being super serious and being like overly klutzy and goofy, yeah, and overly dits. And I don't want to go back to Sabrina Sailor Moonish, so I'm hoping it doesn't stay there, but. I guess it's her character, and it's what makes her so cute. So, and she pulls off the glasses. About the only character with overly sized glasses that works. She, yeah, <laughs> she absolutely pulls off the glasses. I mean, all you got to do is just go find a picture of her, and she, you you can. She see. reminds me a lot of that. Uh, she has this. Girl. She has this kind of disheveled, uh, nerdy girl. But at the same time, like I said, when she when she goes into battle mode, she just. She looks so graceful and pulls it off. It's, it's just awesome. It's funny because it, the show almost mixes, for me, in my head, mixes uh, Dino Coil and uh, Dorada. It's kind of got that a mixture of those two for me. Like, you have the kind of interesting aspect of, like, gathering to to turn into sell to make money and the interesting world that it has mixed with kind of a gritty but funny 
uh, world of da da da. Okay. So I actually like it. You got anything else down? Yeah. Is it QB? I'm still still trying to figure out what. The no, I think they're. they're I think they were going on the on the Y. I I want to say uh, Yome or something. I don't remember the name. That sounds that sounds close. Yumi. Yeah. Anyways, we'll move on to uh, Strike the Blood, which <laughs> I don't think this image search is going to bring up anything useful. <laughs> Just put Strike the Blood anime. Uh, okay, you already know what it is though. I believe so. I think this is the the fourth protagonist or the fourth. Uh, I think Google's blown up. The f- fourth progenitor or something. There we go. It's working again. Yeah. Yay. Okay. This one actually, I I wanted to put it on the our uh, our talk list mostly because this one actually um, is actually is actually how many times can I say it is actually before I actually discuss what is this actually about. You you are totally gonna delete this. <laughs> no. This show um, is about a young man who apparently has um, picked up the power that they call the fourth progenitor or progenitor or something. He's effectively a super vampire. Now, this there's a young girl who's assigned to observe him and make sure that he doesn't. Um, do anything that might be construed as him walking down a path of evil. Right now, he's effectively a neutral part. Um, and that's, I think, kind of what they're implying that the fourth progenitor is, is he is a neutral aspect. There is three good, per se, um, leaders that are super powerful, and there is three evil uh superpowers which are considered the three leaders of the evil side now the fourth progenitor is a is kind of like a wild card and they don't like him being there and he stays and the fourth progenitor whatever you want to call him um the fourth person let's just call him the fourth person (laughs) (laughs) you're really struggling with that one i am progenitor he uh he that that person kind of stays in the um kind of in the shadows and is only kind of a um kind of a uh hidden person and only goes in and involves himself in minor issues from what I'm gathering at any rate he ends up being the person because he want his original reason is he wanted to change the world I guess and he wanted the power to change the world but then once he gets the power, he decides that it's not a good idea to go and do anything because he doesn't want to cause any problems. And this girl, who's now his observer, um, they quickly show that she's an obvious love interest for him. No! Oh, by I wasn't far. seeing that coming. She's actually really cute. Uh, I, I, I really enjoy her as a character. He, not so much. He's really kind of lazy. Um well, not so much lazy. He's he's one of those that um, I hate these kind of characters. The characters who deal with situations as they occur. He doesn't really want like, to deal oh, with anything. What a bother! Exactly. Well, he doesn't act like that, but it's obvious that's his character trait. Is he's obviously doesn't want to deal with it, but he's going to because it's there, and he he knows that he has to do something about it. He's not one of those outly. Um, 
outspokenly lazy. He's just, he doesn't want to deal with it, but he's going to deal with it. Um, that is absolutely in a bad spot. Um, my handle thing. Um, <laughs> Inside baseball today. So animation style, good. Oh, it's gorgeous! It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, by far one of my favorites. Um, however, um, I, I, if I was to say I have a beef with it, it would be that it feels a little bit drawn out. Um, not to say that it's not quick. I mean, it, they, they've. It feels like I've seen a lot of stuff happen, but at the same time, I. I don't feel like it's moving at a fa- a pace that I feel like it should be. It, I it I hate the way I'm saying this. I feel like it's moving at a very very fast pace. But when I'm watching the show, I feel like it's very slow. Um although I know that a lot of stuff has happened. So it's really kind of weird the the kind of jumble that this is this is. The characters like I said are very very enjoyable. So I don't I don't have a lot of lot to say as far as ba- downsides. It's just it's a good show. Um I definitely have it on my watch list for sure. Okay. We're moving on to Golden Natamu. <laughs> Golden Time is actually I when I when I first read this I was like okay this is just a stupid show I I had no idea what it was going this to be must have had a live live action at some point I have no I'm idea I'm getting a lot of pictures of hospitals <laughs> This is actually a show about um, daytime drama called the Golden Time <laughs> We got the data The um, this is actually about a guy who goes to a law school He apparently has amnesia Not a medical school <laughs> Not a medical school. We'll drop the whole medical thing. <laughs> Please drop Clear the medical thing. Clear that out thing. of your mind. <laughs> Nothing to do with hospitals or daytime. Stop matches. with the hospital thing. <laughs> <laughs> Clean slate. Great. Golden time. Actually, he does go to a hospital. No! <laughs> he just okay. got away from that. I'm just teasing. Um, he, uh, he apparently has am- amnesia and doesn't remember a certain point of his life. So he's kind of starting on this whole clean slate type thing. Um, he's completely normal, so don't act like he's gonna be weird weird oh no an amnesia show <laughs> he actually um as he's as he's going through uh law school um he ends up meeting a guy and this guy is is actually um attempting to run away from um he's he's trying to run away from his girlfriend per se he is, but he's really implying that it's a childhood friend and this childhood friend uh, has made up plans for their entire life and how they're going to spend the rest of their life together. And he's absolutely, he's obviously um, just overwhelmed by her. And he doesn't, although he likes her and, and cares for her as a childhood friend, he does not want to be in, involved with her. In steps her. And her introduction is absolutely hilarious. Um, they're walking. They're walking to the 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 entrance ceremony, and she uh, gets out of a uh, a taxi, walks up to him with a with a with a with a dozen roses, and starts beating him with it. <laughs> and she says, "Congratulations on your entrance or <laughs> entrance ceremony, or something like that." And. This was the introdu- introduction to her, so it was like, okay, that was from left field. 
she ends up um, actually being. At first, you're like, okay, she's kind of cute, but then you obviously start seeing her overly obnoxious, um, uh, pushy, pushiness, and it gets kind of dull for a little while. That's um, funny because I totally got that just from seeing the screenshots of it. Every single screenshot, the other character looks like, uh, and she's always got her face in the face. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I already have that covered from the screenshots. She actually, like I said, she is actually cute. The, the problem is, is she's so fixated on this guy, it gets really kind of dull and boring after a while. Um, but the main protagonist, who is the guy with the amnesia, don't for, let's, let's us not forget about him, he honestly starts to... Uh, He's trying to, I don't want to say bring them together, but he's trying to get them to accept each other. And in the process of doing that, he he finds himself being more and more attracted to her. Um, but he never really kind of acknowledges it to himself. And at a certain point, um, there's a fourth a second girl or third girl that's tossed into the mix. And right now it's actually going down the, the path of a, almost a, um, I don't want to say harem. It's going down more the path of a, uh, a love square, love triangle square, uh, octagon, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's more in there. <laughs> it might as well throw a couple there. more in there because the, the problem is one thing that I'm definitely seeing is she's obviously the main, the main love interest and but he's because he wasn't he wasn't acknowledging her as a love interest there was other girls that were being thrown into the mix as possible love interests and one of them was already picked up by the guy who she's absolutely gaga over um but she obviously didn't show very much and i i was kind of like okay that she's done and over with but there was one other one that I was really, really rooting for because she was really cute, sweet, and calm, and yeah, it just happen. just works perfectly for him. The but calm, perfect ones never work out. Yeah, they never do. It's always <laughs> the main focus character. And so it what what's pro- the problem is is now now that we're getting into episode four, it's obvious that this situation is going to become a lot more complex because it's they're playing into his amnesia. And I'm really kind of afraid of where that's going to be leading. And I think that it's going to be a, a dual harem or whatever you want to call it, where it's basically going to be between her and him and this other girl. And I think, I hope that it doesn't turn into another, because uh, obviously the first one that comes to my mind is Sakura Shao, where I was really pulling for one girl and the other girl ended up being the one that that ended up taking oh, it. You so had to remind <laughs> me of that stupid show. Unfortunately, that's where I see this going, and I and I'm really, really kind of turned off so by it right now. Stay away from it, <laughs> unless you actually <laughs> like Sakura Shao. Well, I did really like Sakura Shao, so <laughs> well, I like how it concluded. I just didn't like the love decisions made. Yeah, and and, and like, that's oh, it was so perfect, and and that's where I see that this this one really has a lot of cutesy elements, a lot of drama elements. So I'm really really gonna like it. I know I will, but at the same time, I I'm I'm just I'm really scared where they're gonna go with the with the love triangle between the three of them. All right. That being said, all right, we'll move on to the next one. Unbreakable Machine Doll. 
This show actually ended up being a um, really good title. <laughs> it actually started out. Um, I was. This is about a kid who apparently had some kind of a situation where a a very powerful. I'm going to call them met magicians that control or they. I guess they're called pu- puppeteers. I don't. I don't remember exactly off the top of my head, um, but he actually came into his area or something and killed his parents or something. At any rate, he's got some kind of a revenge thing going on. He wants to get revenge on this guy. Now he goes into a special school uh, that is dedicated to teaching puppeteers and making them really, really strong. Now a puppeteer effectively builds a doll, which it's pretty much a robot. And, um, this is like a dark Pinocchio. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, they they have Mixed some with kind Chobits. of <laughs> I wouldn't call it Chobits. I got Chobits vibes from the. Picture. This is totally not to- Chobits. <laughs> Look at that. That's totally Chi. Chi. She is adorable. She is absolutely adorable. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> she. The this show ends up. Um, it is really kind of dark. I, I will admit that. Um, so they have a an inner core that is magical, and the 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 puppeteers have magic. So they are both they both have to build the machine, and at the same time, they have to um, use the use magic to control the machine. <clears throat> And the machines look like girls. No, the the there's a he has a main rival girl that is has a dragon. They don't all have to be people per se, human looking. Yeah, some of them are. Most of them are actually human, uh, or um, and anthrop or what is that that term? Morphic. Yeah, like cat girls and stuff. Yeah, there's cat girls. I have not seen a cat girl. I've see seen a water sprite lady, and, and I'm when I say water sprite lady, I'm not talking about little itty bitty fairy. I'm talking about full on lady that just has water all around her. Um, I've seen actual Pinocchio doll type looking things. Um, okay. All in all, I've seen a lot of different types. It's 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 really interesting. Um, so it's like mostly advanced on- Pokemon. So they fight these together. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's dark, Pokemon. <laughs> dark super Pokemon is really where what what I the vibe I'm getting. Wait, so they put them in balls? No. Oh, little Pokeballs. The, it, it is a little bit more adult orientated. It is not etchy. Don't get me wrong on that aspect. Um, the, about as far as it goes is the her the main protagonist's doll has a weird obsession with being close to him and wanting to be his his. Uh, wife in the future so she tends to do stupid stuff like getting undressed and trying to crawl into his bed and he freaks out about it and kicks her out but, but she read it in a book huh she read it in a book i'm probably. sure she probably did <laughs> one of those all in all books. this is definitely on my watch list it's it's um it is a good show um it has definitely got the dark element it's definitely got the cutesy it's definitely ha- has a strong story. Um, so which one of these is his machine? The cutesy chi one that you kept pointing oh, okay. at? That's uh, Yaya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that like 
no or something like that? I don't know. No, that's Ia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, This is Y A Y A. Okay. Good. So you're gonna you're gonna keep watching it? Definitely gonna keep watching it. Alright. As of right now, there's nothing for me to not watch it for. Tokyo Ravens. Tokyo Raven. This one is it actually Ravens or Raven. Huh? Is it Ravens or Raven? Tokyo Raven. I don't know. I don't know. Don't Okay. <laughs> think it really matters. <laughs> um this is actually uh this is actually about a guy who I I know if you if you've actually watched this please don't freak out on me because I'm trying to work off of what's in my head as far as how I've worked it out and how it works. The main character and this girl are in a in the same house. They are however obviously love interests. So I'm getting the impression that they're not in the same family. That being said, they are they definitely are childhood friends. Now, as a childhood friend, he has um promised this girl who is um a almost like a super shaman per se. She's she's a very very high level magic user. They imply that he is magically inclined as well, but he although he keeps saying that he's not magically inclined. Um, I'm getting the impression that he almost is kind of like a super genius as far as magic as well, but he's almost got a, uh, a mental block on it because he, um, does not have the ability to see spirits, which is apparently a, almost a key element to being able to use magic is being able to see the spirits. Now, as child as children they uh he promised to be her familiar now that being said at some point they never really got into why but um they kind of broke off their friendship or something or they just they don't hang out anymore she went ahead and went on to become a um go to school for it and learn all of the all the all the magic abilities and all that stuff he stayed at home, and he's living out his boring life, per se. During that time, he ended up bumping into this girl, and he ended up falling in love with her. Um, her and his best friend, the three of them hang out, and they live their, their boring life. Now, his best friend and the girl both want him to go to magic school, although he does not want to. He wants to live his life out there. Um, at some point, a, I wanted um, to be a neat when I grew up. <laughs> at some point, a girl, um, which is apparently a super powerful, ultimate magic user, um, comes and attacks his town. Um, he gets he for some stupid reason gets involved in the situation, and um, she captures him and gives him a kiss. This, of course, makes his love his current love interest super duper jealous and um she uh freaks out about it at at any rate she ends up dying this spoiler this triggers him into um becoming a magic user so 
that being said, this show has a lot of potential. It is very well done. Um, artwork is about mediocre. I'm not going to rave about this artwork as well. Um, but it does have a a dark element and at the same time has a lot of cutesiness. Now, the cutesiness is not in the forefront. It's it's kind of, you know, he, small interactions between him and this girl or him and this other girl. Um, one of the one of the key parts that I just absolutely died laughing was um, his childhood friend came back into town and and hit him with some flowers. No, oh, okay. <laughs> this one uh, she uh, they were obviously awkward and in, in talking to each other and uh, she has his her bag in her hand and she's talking to him and. Um, he says something and she drops her bag in in obviously being flustered and then she she decides that she doesn't want to talk to him anymore and she starts storming away and then she stops mid mid walk turns around and kind of does this awkward uh walk back to him grabs her bag and then <laughs> runs away again <laughs> it was really funny you just have to see it, it, it it's this show is actually very good, and, and it has a lot of intrigue. You, there's a lot of uh, this question, that question. You, you, there's, there's no amount of lack of any desire to not want to watch the next show. There's just the perfect amount of breadcrumbs just being thrown at you, and at the same time, you're still being given good character design, good... Everything is flowed very well. Uh, very good storytelling. All right, we'll move on to Apeggio of Blue Steel Ars Nova. This one actually. Um, Apeggio. This Arsenova. one actually, when I was reading the the uh, the the synopsis, I was sitting there scratching my head because I was like, "Who would want to watch a a a fleet of?" Uh, ships doing something, and I and I was actually really, really kind of just just sitting here going, I don't know if I want to watch. It. I ended up watching it last night, as a matter of fact. I I kept putting this off for so long. <laughs> I know why you kept watching it, huh? I know why you kept watching it. Why? Because got a light blue hair uh, lolly. <laughs> <laughs> got blue and lolly in one. And to top it off, she's a doggone soulless, so... <laughs> oh, bingo. <laughs> Number one she's show a, this season. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. But it's definitely on the on the must-watch list. It's, um... It has got... It's got... This is actually... Uh, has the... A very well-done story progression um i'm not gonna say it's fast paced i'm not gonna say it's it doesn't have a lot of uh cutesy points it's a matter of fact this is the one that i was telling you about the other cg one which is absolutely jarring i i want to say that out in the forefront if you do not like cgs you're gonna have a really really tough time with this all the ships are in cg and all the animations no the animation is in cg too at first i thought it was actually regular anime and and then when it started going i started noticing it more and more and more and it was like okay this is just irritating 
But that being said, I'm not going to sit here and give it a bad rating just because of the CG. Now, there is another show that I did do absolutely give a bad rating because it's a CG. But um, that's because that show didn't have any anything else to give me. This one actually does. It is actually a very interesting story. Um, it's about a kid who um, is the son of a war general. And... I didn't really get a lot of idea of what was going on with the war general. Um, I got the impression at some point during the show that he was he defected over to this fleet that's called the Fog. Now, the Fog is some kind of a super fleet that has came out of nowhere. Uh, human- and it ended up fighting humanity and forcing humanity off of all... Oceans. They're not allowed to be in the ocean. They can stay on the on the on the on the land continents, and that's it. They cannot do any trade trade uh, supply lines. They cannot do anything. Eventually, uh, communication corrodes, and then it's now they pretty much have no idea what's going on between each of the countries. Uh, so Japan doesn't know what America's doing. America doesn't know what uh, what China is doing. There, it's just completely. No communication whatsoever. Now, that being said, um, the fog, I get the impression that the fog is just a bunch of robots running uh, these ships. Um, the, 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 the lolly soulless girl that uh, you were talking about a second ago, she's actually the mind component to the submarine that the main protagonist is driving. Now, that being said, I get the impression that um, this show is really more about him wanting to, um, although he he's, keeps implying that his dad is dead, I get the impression that he wants to fight the fog to find his father although they've never implied it in any way, shape, or form. So that's why I kind of see it going in that direction, but I don't. it doesn't seem to be jumping out as, as such. Now, overall, this show has, like I said, a lot of potential. It's a really good show. Uh, it, uh, it's, the storytelling seems to be driving at a good pace. Um, it is definitely worth the watch. Um, I would almost say watch it a couple episodes just to see if you can deal with the CG. If not, pff, forget it. Looks like the characters themselves aren't CG. It's just the. I promise you, they're the CG. environment. Oh, what else? Look right there. That's not CG. I promise you, it's CG. You're crazy. I promise you. You watch it for an episode or two, and you'll it'll start jarring at you. <laughs> they'll probably they probably it's a lot cheaper to do it that way. So they all starting to do that. It's possible. I have no idea. So next one, Nukem. <sighs> this is the the mental choice one. Um, <laughs> I would definitely give you a quick hint if you have not watched this yet and you started up please skip through the first five to six minutes do not even bother watching the five to six minute point it's, it starts out with a, a stupid long running joke about choices that have been made throughout history and it oh no a club show it is not a club show okay it looks like they're in a club I no. Okay. It's at best it would be a student life show. It it's I I want to I would 
point it more towards the direction of Hinako. Um, I get the Hinako vibe from this show. It is absolutely one of those um, student life dealing with some kind of really off-the-wall weird thing that they have to deal with. Um, at best, I would say it's light, etchy, uh, so be aware of that. Um, it does have the panty shots, does have the awkward joke about a banana. Um, but it does not really go in as so far. It has not gotten any ba- worse than that. Um, however, the really awkward, weird thing that he has, this main protagonist has to deal with. He, and he obviously is going down the, the, it seems like the harem route, but I don't know. It, they, they've thrown in this, this girl named Chocolat, but she's not really involved in any way, shape or form. Chocolat at, best they've implied that she's a dog that's been turned into a human um his obvious main love interest is the uh, is a gray-haired girl that almost acts like a soulless doll um but she's really not a soulless doll she's really kind of more just a just quiet just quiet yeah well no i wouldn't say she's quiet either she's really into uh weird puns and she makes weird puns all the time. I get the... Well, I th- that's just theory, and I'm not even going to go into that. At any rate, his weird thing that he has to deal with is he, at random, he gets this thing that pops into his head. He has to make a choice between uh, choice A and choice B. Usually, choice A will be something absolutely ridiculous. Choice B will be something overly obnoxiously um ridiculous so it'll be like um wear panties or wear panties naked while running down the street so (laughs) obviously he's going to choose option one i mean because it's bad or even worse is really the two choices that he ends up having now there's been a few times where he sat there and he said... So he's just going along and suddenly a big prompt comes up and he has to choose? Really? I- exactly. Like, literally? Exactly. Um, and and they play they play onto it with... He he did once or twice, he, he tried to ignore it because, like, he was walking by a, a park and uh, and there was a porno mag in the, in the middle of the park and he didn't want to look at it. And then the prompt popped up choose go and sniff the porno mag or um something else and he he chose the 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 safer of the two which was sniff the stupid porno mag and so naturally somebody walks up as he's doing this so i mean the the weird awkward situations that he has to deal with it's it's just constant i mean it it's it just it becomes more and more wackier all the time and then they toss in this whole new uh, thing where he has to he has these little missions that he gets at the beginning of the week and he has to finish them by the end of the week and those are even more awkward than the than the stupid mental choices which the mental choices are still popping in all in all this is definitely a uh not family friendly definite watch though okay uh galale dona this one is actually about 
three girls who are apparently descendants of Gallio. And if you're hearing my weird pronunciations of this stuff, we'll have a post on the website, timelessgaming.wordpress.com, with them in order of which we've listened to them so or talked about them. So, yeah. Completely <laughs> don't know. This one is actually, um, I'm, I'm kind of moderately interested in. Um, I don't want to say it is a runaway hit, because it's not. Uh, artwork, I don't particularly care for it. Um, it's not bad, though. It's, it's mediocre artwork. Um, this is about three girls who are apparently descendants of Galio. They have some kind of thing oh, that Galilee. is... Galilei. Okay. Galilei. Galileo. Galilei. No, I'm, I'm talking about the, the, the title. Oh. So it's just Galilei. Anyway, they sense. have... Apparently, something has been passed down through their generations to them. They don't know what it is, but everybody wants it. And they have sky pirates coming after them to get this stupid thing. They've got uh, hidden organizations the power coming after them. No. Nah, not really. Um, uh, about all I can say is one girl is really kind of cute, and the other one's a... That's the only one I'm looking at. Yeah, one's a, kind of a Sundete, the other one's kind of a Ojo, the, the, the middle sister's kind of an Ojo, um, I don't, I hate everybody because everybody loves her type thing. It's really kind of dumb. Anyways. So far, so far, I mean, the premise and the story is interesting, and the characters are blah. I I don't find any real reason outside of the the cutesy mecha girl who is building everything. She's the only one that is actually interesting, and that's only because she's kind of cute. Outside of that, the 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 story is good. It has a great premise, but it's not driving really well. So I, that's why I say it's kind of a um a, a it's kind of on my interest list but it's one of those that it's really if it doesn't pick up soon it's going to drop off of my list so but i did want to tell everybody about it because it is it does have a good premise okay so we'll move on to our quick fires which is going to be pretty quick thoughts on different shows um we're going to start off with gitsune which i am totally getting naruto vibes or inuyasha vibes from no okay um yeah, I could see where you'd see that. I totally never caught that until you, I just Gome seen those pictures. And <laughs> I just, until I started seeing these pictures that are actually s- designed around that I, whole concept. She's a she is a priestess. She is his priestess. Um, he is actually just some kind of herald to the gods. He's um, the whole idea behind it is she's a, a schoolgirl and she. She goes to him, and she's the priestess for him. But people come to her, and she gives them fortune-telling ideas to help them uh, help them out with their lives. Um, it really very very slow. It has it is very cute, um, but it it's it's just slow. It's not really driving well. It doesn't have a lot of in depth storyline. There's a lot of questions that are being built, and I assume that those are are implied to be the hooks but they're not they're not interesting enough to actually want to keep watching the show to find out about and that's the main problem with it okay little busters refrain 
Now, the, we only have this in the quick fire mostly because it is a second season, and to talk too much about it would really kind of mess with the first season. So, and we really don't want to do, it, especially if you on the this first show. season. You should be watching it right now. Definitely, I there is no reason not to be not to know what this show is about. If you have watched the first season and you were interested in this season, I personally do not like the direction that it's going. It is a big time emotional roller coaster right now. I have got a problem with the first season. I was waiting for that emotional roller coaster and they didn't really get too into it. They kind of just let the real tragic part of it stay. Whereas they got more into (sighs) developing each character and going, there was a few of the characters where that got a little tear jerky, but overall it was just, here's all the characters. Yeah. If you look at side thing that we're not going to (laughs) touch and it, and it's like that they're definitely hitting it now. And if you I watched the it, first season, the whole d- imagine though. imagine all or of the, sh- the foreshadows that they were throwing out there. I, and and if you watched Little Busters, you know that there was those foreshadows. You right. knew they were foreshadows. You just knew they were happening. Now it's like ten times worse. It's like they're just throwing the <laughs> the um, the foreshadows and just bringing them to the forefront. You are going to deal with this now this season. <laughs> so. I'm I'm definitely watching it because it's such an awesome show and the emotional roller coaster is so worth it. I love it, but I don't. I have to say, on a personal aspect, I don't like the way it's going. And I he don't like came like in the other day and he was like, he looked like he just got done finding out that his his beloved cat <laughs> died or something. It was it was a little bit scary. It like, is. It okay. is. I was. I I hate to say this. I've only watched the first two episodes, and it got the only thing worse. that I really, the only thing I really say about the first two episodes is I didn't really like. It didn't have the the same humor as the first season did, which isn't really a bad thing. They were it really seemed like they were just kind of saying, "All right, everybody's out together. We're still we're going we're moving forward." I didn't get far enough to actually get into anything too interesting, apparently. But yeah, <laughs> it it yeah. I was I was literally uh, Okay, Tearjerker is not giving this show justice. I I had full-on waterworks a few times in this show, and I have not had a show like that in a long time. All right, we'll move on to Diabolic Lovers. All right, I'm going to say this real fast. If you've listened to my last episode, <laughs> and you actually listened through the entire episode, I ended up talking about another show... <laughs> Uh, it was called Brothers Conflict. Think Brothers Conflict, vampire version. <laughs> and you got this one. Although the girl is a little bit smarter. She has a brain. She has a little bit of a brain. She's Something about there. in Serena level. <laughs> Which isn't saying too much. <laughs> all right, go on. All right, that was quick fire right there. That was a quick fire. That's all Coppa, I have to say about that. Coppa Lion. Coppa, Coppa Lion. Lion. Now, this one, I could not stand the artwork. And I have to say, you would probably like it because you have the, the uh, interest in those weird artworks. I don't. What weird um, artworks? You, you watch an episode, you'll see what I'm saying. It, it's it's really, what, really... What if I watch that as weird artwork? It's it's. Gritty. Well, whenever I say it, you, uh, I don't like an artwork. You, you turn around and say, "I loved the artwork in that one." And Which I was one? like, "Okay, I can't stand the artwork. Why would you like it?" But uh, you're, you're, this is the person that watched flower, uh, 
flowers blossoming or whatever that show was called. I couldn't. Uh, I never said I liked that. Evils. I never said I liked the artwork. But you in washed that. it I, because the storyline was interesting. <laughs> it killed my eyes before I could watch more than two minutes of it. I I liked the manga more because I didn't have to deal with the artwork. The manga, the artwork was good on that. I, why they decided that they needed to do that moving. weird artwork, I don't know. <laughs> It looks good when it's not moving. <laughs> no, it, they didn't even do that. It, it actually looks like an anime in the in the manga. Anyway, we're on a wrong discussion. Kapalion. 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 This one is about three girls who are apparently uh, immune to radioactive. Oh, that one. Decay. Are they? They don't get radioactive sickness, whatever you want to call it. They go into the middle of. Tokyo, which has apparently been destroyed by some kind of a um, nuclear problem. And in the process of going through there, they're trying to find survivors. And the story was really, really slow. I didn't see a lot of potential there. The main hook to get me interested was a big thing in the middle of Tokyo that they called Pandora's Box. And then they said they can't seem to figure out a way to close it again. That's it. An entire episode of them walking through the middle of a town, a deserted town for no matter. They, The second episode promised that they were going to be dealing with a wolf. That's it. So there's nothing to keep me interested. I don't have any interest in watching any more episodes. So... Honestly, I dropped it. I I mean, if you have any interest in it, by all means, like I said, uh, it's complete. Opinion is completely suggestive. So, I mean, other people might enjoy it. But as as for me, I, I don't find anything interesting about it. Poopa. <laughs> it's pupa. Come on. <laughs> well, I don't know what she's eating in that picture. That is actually flesh, man. <laughs> okay. I, this one. Not I, as good as what I thought it was. I, that's actually worse. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not poop it's actually flesh <laughs> okay i actually i i actually was i put it on the list because it was on the list and i was gonna go ahead and check it out but i could not find it and so i ended up having to do research on it to find out why i couldn't find this show now i wonder why it got delayed <laughs> i no, i know why it got delayed it got delayed because they were actually trying to censor it yeah exactly that's why i said <laughs> i know exactly why it's got delayed now now, the premise behind this show is apparently the girl is um, touched some kind of weird butterfly, and now she has to live by eating flesh. It's not a, a thing of choice. She's, she has to. Um, so it's like Pandora's Tower, the anime. I guess, yeah. Because yeah. Um, her brother... like it. Huh? She doesn't like it, but she has to. Yeah. yeah. Her brother apparently has to, or is has promised to to restore her back to the way she was. I got the vibe that apparently he had something happen to him to where he could uh, regenerate fast. I'm not sure. But at any rate, he gives up his flesh so that she does not have to eat other people. To protect other people, he has her eat his flesh. Oh, so he regenerates? I'm guessing. I I don't I don't I, I don't think he ran out of flesh eventually. <laughs> I know that's, that's what I was thinking. Okay, he's gonna end up losing. Some, All right, not gonna be able day. to do a lot later. Arm tomorrow. <laughs> We're running out of days here. Anyway, 
that the the premise of the show is really really interesting i'm i'm very very much wanting to see this show unfortunately it has been delayed because dean studio really really wants to uh uh show this in its full its full potential and so they rather than go ahead and put it on a a channel where they would have to uh to censor a lot of this stuff they went ahead and decided to go ahead and delay the show until they could get a place where they could actually show it all. All right. Went on to Kuroshima, Kuroshiya-san, The Hired Gun. Uh, this one, um, I'm actually mixed about. Um, all I'm going to say is the first episode was hilarious. Um, I thought this was going to be kind of a stupid... Um, uh, action flick. It's actually apparently a comedy short. Um, <laughs> to give you a perspective, he goes and kills somebody. He's he's obviously a hired gun. When he kills somebody, he he has to clean up the uh, murder scene so that so that there's no evidence. But in the process of cleaning the 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 murder scene. He goes over the top and cleans this really nasty apartment. <laughs> that being said, it's a short. It's not going to hurt you to watch it. Um, the second episode was blah. Um, I'm going to keep trying it to see if uh, if a couple episodes they do kind of pick up again. But if it keeps going the direction of the second episode, I'm probably going to drop it. But first first episode does have me interested. Samurai Flamenco. <sighs> Samurai Flamenco. Okay, quick shot on this. It is about a kid who um, wants to be a superhero. He uh, he actually all of his life he wanted to be a, a superhero. He ends up being a model, and in the process, he gets a lot of money. But he still wants to be a superhero, so he he's goes Batman. and makes himself. He go, no, he's not Batman. He Has goes and money? makes himself a suit. The money doesn't do anything. Okay, <laughs> I said he's not Batman. What part are you devices. not getting? <laughs> How do you can you afford devices unless you're a rich person? He doesn't have devices. He just has an outfit. Doesn't That's look it. like Batman though. He is not Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like if a... if he had a whole bunch of gadgets and you said he is Batman, I would have said yes, he's Batman. But he does not have lots of gadgets. <laughs> he just has the outfit. That's it. <laughs> He does not have the outfit. He is not making the outfit. He's not making the outfit. I agree with that one. <laughs> it's like a red he is like suit the worst. Red helmet, I, I have to admit this. Helmet. He is the worst superhero ever. <laughs> I mean, is it on purpose or is it just? Is it supposed to be serious or what? I get the vibe that it's a light comedy. Okay. I'm not going to say it's 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 supposed to be slapstick hilarious. It's more kind of just light-hearted um silly <clears throat> that being said the show overall um although it's really kind of a turnoff as you watch it um it does have a interesting feel to it as you're watching it you'll kind of go okay this is kind of working but then another aspect kind of starts coming out and and then you'll really start getting turned off by it now i'll probably watch it a couple more episodes but if it keeps going down the road that it is i'm gonna be really kind of turned off and i'm not gonna want to watch this at all 
Um, as it is right now, it's a cute. It, I'm not going to say cute. It's it's an interesting show, but it really delves into the whole vigilante versus police officer bit. Um, not versus as far as they're doing battle. I mean, it's vigilante. Why? What does a vigilante see as justice compared to what does a police officer see as justice? And then they kind of they debate that those situations over and over and over again, but the problem is is that it starts it's starting to come off as almost preachy, um, almost like it's constantly nagging about okay you should put out your 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 trash at a certain time because there's reasons why you shouldn't put it out before that time, you should do this you shouldn't walk across the street you shouldn't or you shouldn't jaywalk you shouldn't do this and it and like i said it's starting to become almost preachy it's got its charm in its own way so it's like a um, very over budget uh safety announcement thingy uh what do you call it public service announcement i i almost <laughs> i mean it's starting to go into now it's starting to go into this is where it's kind of like okay now i can i guess i can kind of watch it a little bit um, it's starting to delve into more of him dealing with, like, protecting his identity. He's got to deal with, um, uh, what does he have to do? What? How does he deal with going to work when he knows that something's going to happen or something like that? It's 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 going into different things like that. So it's it's really kind of playing well. Um, so it, I'll watch it a couple more episodes. But if you're on the fence about watching this. I almost would say don't bother unless you're really kind of interested in it. All right. <sighs> okay, after watching two episodes of this, I have to say this is really, really stupid boring. Um, All right, next one. It's cute. Um, I kind of like the characters, but the characters are not... the They're, they're in a country, in the country, in the country, um, as in, like, not rural or in not in a major city they're in the country and they're really kind of playing on those jokes they're toying with the idea that it's a small school nothing is really happening nothing is there's no drama there's just cutesy humor and it's just not enough to keep my interest so i'm probably going to drop this one all right Valkyrie romans okay don't even look it up i'm going to save you the trouble don't even bother to look it up um, it is absolutely fan service um, and very, very strong, etchy humor. Um, almost to the point where it's abs- over the top. Um, I, I mean, it's one step down from Mirage. I mean, there's, there's no reason for it. I mean, the storyline is kind of interesting, but it's really weak at best. Erage. <laughs> I it really it is. Eroge. Eroge. Whatever you want to call it. It's it's one step down. I mean it they might as well just be tossing into the 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 that area and just be done with it. I mean th- th- that's the only thing that's stopping them. Okay. Magi's <laughs> second season, Labyrinth of Magic Two. Okay. Without ruining the first season, it is uh it is a slow start for the second season. Um, is it does your favorite girl? That's the big question. She has not really. She's there, but she's not really done anything. Has so, kicked me butt yet? No. 
Uh, that's that's why I'm saying it's a really slow start. I'm not, <laughs> that's the only reason it's a slow start because she hasn't beat anybody up. Yet. They haven't done anything. <laughs> a matter of fact, they've spent three episodes of them preparing to go somewhere. They haven't really talked about where they're going. They haven't really talked about what they're going to do when they get there. There hasn't been any real drama as far as situations. I matter of fact, I'm one. I'm I I almost want to go back and watch the first three episodes again just to see what I missed. I feel like I've missed something. <laughs> I, I, I have not, I don't remember anything happening in the last three episodes. So slow start, but I mean, it's still, it's still, um, uh, it's still mad guy. So Magane boo. Stupid. I watched five minutes of it and turned it off. Okay. Kill a kill. <laughs> I watched a few seconds of it and turned it off. Next one. <laughs> kill a kill. I have actually been through about four episodes of this. I hate the artwork. I will terrible, say that. Terrible artwork. And it feels like way too... Uh, what's that show? Uh, the pirate one. That everybody, there's like 500 episodes of it. Oh. One uh, Piece. One Piece. It feels like I actually piece, get like. the I actually get the vibe of Furikuri. Uh, yeah, that too. I, and, and, and it's... it's... It's one of those things where it's, it's like, did a four-year-old, like make this story it's like the whole now well i'm gonna use a magical art? shield thing and then and then oh but my magical shield negates your magical shield that kind of crap <laughs> fan art for her is gorgeous i will say that when they do fan art for her she is gorgeous but in the show she's absolutely disgusting looking <laughs> anyway that being what said i seen was a lot a lot of edgy but well yeah it's it's very strong edgy um the premise to the show Although, at first, I was a little bit kind of turned off to it, it actually is starting to go down the road of it's it's almost it's almost like I have to watch it just to see where it's going. Um, although I hate the show, <laughs> um, I want to see it because I want to see where they go with it because it does have an interesting premise. I, I don't care for the, the fact that they have to rip off their clothes to, to finish a battle, but whatever. Um, it is an interesting premise. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to, I have to keep watching it because I almost feel like I'd be missing out on something good. So, but artwork and storyline or artwork and character building wise, it's just, it's a car wreck. in a nutshell. All right, Yusha ni Naranakakata. That's the uh, Naranakakata. Naranata. Okay, it. I think it translates out to something like I dis- I couldn't make it as a hero, so I became a a uh, uh, store clerk or something like that. This <laughs> this show doesn't have a lot of promise as far as storyline wise. Um. Very, very strong, or I'm not going to say strong etchy. I would say more moderate etchy. Um, however, it is very, very funny. It's got, it's got a lot of slackstick humor from what I've seen so far. I've only seen one episode, kind of browsing through it, and it was kind of goofy seeing how she handles being a, because it's a girl that was a demon. A demon lord. A demon lord's daughter or something like that. And, and then the, the main protagonist is a is a hero who ends up becoming a store clerk because yeah and she's she's manning the cash register and he's teaching her how to do it and he's like 
she's like, do you have a rewards card or something like that? And he's like, no, I don't. Ha ha. How brave of you to come before me without a rewards <laughs> card. <laughs> and then, like, she rings it up and she's like, 400 gold? What? <laughs> yeah, a little the, bit of that the, the, the humor is just absolutely just over the top goofy. Um, one of the, 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 imagine if you were in, uh, modern times, but instead of electricity, magic was the main power source. So all of the, uh, all of the, um, appliances, the modern appliances are actually running off of magic. So actually one of the jokes in one of the episodes later on was, um, the demon Lord girl touches a, uh, air purifier She's fascinated by this air purifier, but they want to turn it on to see how it works. And she touches it, and whenever she touches appliances, her magic kind of makes uh, magical equipment go nuts. And <laughs> so they, they, they're sitting there. The magic appliance goes nuts. There's little weird tentacles flying out of it, uh, grabbing the girls and throwing them all. And, and you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's moderate, moderate etchy, etchy so, so. <laughs> you know where that's going to go. He goes out, he goes into the back, he grabs his sword and empowers it, and he's going in there and swiping at these stupid tentacles. So you've got this whole um, magical slash modern slash um, just goofy humor. It, it is just over-the-top weird humor. It's definitely a funny show. Um, but not family friendly, so don't even try it if you're if you're. It's one of those shows where I was moderately interested in actually watching. I might actually pick it up again. Anyways, moving on to the next one, Log Horizon. <sighs> okay, the if this had came out before Se- Sword Art Online, I would say go check it out. Post Uh-oh. Sword Art Online, Uh-oh. I say drop. Don't worry. It there's too much inclination to um, automatically um, connecting the two. It, it it you're just going to do it. And I mean, does it have that? I mean, do you think it's like a rip off of that, or you think it's more a rip off of like um, Dot Hack? Neither. Neither. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't follow either of them as far as a Just concept. Friends getting together in an MMO kind of thing. Almost. I mean, granted, they are. Is there a they real cannot, aspect to it? Huh? Is there a real aspect to it? Kind of like where Dot Hack had the real aspect in the fact that the girl was spoiler. Sorry, the girl was trapped in the game. They're all. In, they're all trapped in the game. Okay. Okay. So that being said, like I said, is the dead first, dead. No. Okay. That that they 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 hit that right away in probably about halfway to three quarters of the way through the first episode, and, and that was the one of the first things that they they automatically they were worried about that they didn't want to delve too far into the world. It's like somebody try it, uh, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> somebody finally died. We're good. We're good. We're good. And they go back to the cap the, or the cat or the the cathedral. They, yeah, that was one of the first things that they they had to deal with, and then that and that that being said, like I said, the first you're you're too inclined to um, uh, dot hack. I didn't even think about, but yeah, that that is a good another another uh, show that you almost have to um, put them in 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 league with each other. Is 
because of the world, because of how much those two shows have just revolutionized the uh, online game into an anime uh, adaptation. Adaptation. You almost have to uh, look at those two. This one is. So they have a purpose, or are they just chilling? So far, I haven't really seen a purpose out. They haven't tried it in any way, shape, or form to find out about the world. Um, the The premise of the world itself is interesting. Um, it's apparently a uh, half half the world. It's it's the world, but it's half sized. Um. But outside of that, uh, the main thing that I see as far as a driving force is there is no admins, there is no GMs. So PvP and PK has gone nuts. And that seems to be where they're going as far as the main antagonist is PvP. Which they spent the first four episodes... One episode they spent introducing the world. Second episode kind of was, okay, this is how social is being dealt with. And then they played on the PvP thing or the PvP, PV, or PK thing. Um, and then they went into, okay, now this is what, what the world they are living in is. The first town that they are in is pretty much under control. There's another uh, another town where it seems like all the PKs has gone to. And so they, there's so you have this Tramel and you have Felucia almost. <laughs> it, it, that, I, I'm sorry. That that's, that's really the way that you have to look at it. Okay. What else do I got? Cause alarm. <laughs> uh, Hajime Nepo rising. Okay. I'm not going to go into this too in depth because I, I don't want to. It's, it's, it's looking good. Um, I like the direction that it's going, um, but not a lot has happened so far. I mean, he's only gone through one fight, so and then they're now they're going into another character's fight. Um, but it still it still has the same charm that it had before. Right. Definitely worth the time. Tessagura Bukatsu Mono. Okay, this is the other CG show I'm gonna drop, but I want to say this because I think that it. It needs to be said. There was a portion of it where I almost wanted to keep watching it because it felt like they were having a conversation. The four girls were stuck around a, or they were sitting around a, a table and they were having a conversation. The conversation felt real. It was the first time I'd actually heard a conversation where I actually felt like I was listening in on this conversation. Um, I'm not, when I, when I watch like a club show or a school life show and, and they're sitting there having a conversation, there's always this, the retort girl, or there's always the goofy girl or the Sundere or somebody's making this conversation and it always feels animated. This conversation for once, I actually was listening to it. I felt like I was listening in on a conversation. And so I almost wanted, I almost think I'm going to watch another episode just because I want to see if that is going to keep being the problem. Now, if the rest of the show, all the conversation was about was about a silly conversation about baseball, where they were talking about how they can make baseball even goofier. 
So all in all, I don't know that it has a lot to, of potential, but I want to see if the, if the conversations get better, if the, if the premise gets better. As it stands right now, I'm really, really turned off by the show. All right, our last one is Sekai de Ichiban Sui, Suyoku Naritai. Yeah, just, just call it uh, the English version. I want to be the strongest. Well, then why'd you put it in Japanese? Because that's what... you it, like me to struggle, don't you? You just don't no. hear me struggle. Honestly, that's because that's... When I went through the stupid um, I like anime Ichiban, lineup... Though. Huh? I like saying Ichiban, though. <laughs> Ichiban. Anyway, this show... Etchy. No matter how you look, it's not etchy. Um, etchy. It, okay, you want to get technical. It, the boobs are a little bit over overdone, and the crotch shots linger a little bit too long. I, but outside of that, I haven't seen shot. anything else. Stop. Um, outside of that, I haven't really seen anything else etchy. Um, okay, suggestive. I'm sorry. I wouldn't even call it suggest. Well, okay, yeah, I would go su- say suggestive. I definitely would say suggestive. Okay, anyways, anyway, sumo wrestling. It is not sumo wrestling. Uh, it's just regular wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. Um. Now, <laughs> not, not sumo. Okay, I wouldn't even call it. I wouldn't even call it re- regular wrestling. I would say it's probably more closer to um, WWE and stuff. No. No. No, because they were talking about arm bars and stuff like that. So I would say it's almost like oh gosh, uh, jujitsu or something like that. Anyway, anyways. it doesn't matter. My 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 main point is this: um, there's too much uh, desire to compare it to Hajime no Ippo because, really, in all actuality, it's almost like a female version of Hajime no Ippo. Um, it's it really comes down to her getting interested in wrestling, um, and she wants to prove herself as a wrestler. Um, the downside is is the first two episodes. She showed, or the first episode, she showed a lot of it, uh, a lot of promise. The second episode was almost entirely of her losing for the first fifty fights she's in. Okay, at some point, you would think that one of her coaches would say, "Hey, we need to get you past this little problem that you seem to be having because everybody's using that as your weakness." So she needs to. They need to. Um, they need to get past that, and I, I'm 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 sure that the the third episode is going to go past it, and it's actually going to get more interesting. But as it stands right now, it's a a, a weak version. If, if if you compare it to Hajime no Ippo, you're, you're you're honestly going to be disappointed. Um, if you, however, if you like the underdog shows that uh, if you work hard, you'll get strong. That's what this show is. I mean, it's. The whole premise is she's a she's an idol. Uh, somebody calls her a idol bimbo, and she she's she's going to prove to that person that she can she ha- that idols have what it takes to be uh, pro wrestlers just like everybody else. All right, that's our rundown of the fall twenty thirteen anime lineup. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed getting this quick run through of everything and deciding what you want to watch. Um, if you decide you want to watch the show and you enjoy it or don't, go ahead and let us know in the comments. And, yeah, that's our show. You can find us at timelessgaming.wordpress.com. And we thank you all for listening. Good night. Good night. <laughs>